The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the Western world, we have the highest divorce rates of any country. 60% of men and 50% of women are sleeping with someone other than their spouse. What does this mean? Welcome to Contract for Love with your host, Lori J. You'll learn to look at marriage a whole different way, or even not at all. Now, here is Lori J. Good afternoon. Lori J. here with you on Voice America, talking contract for love. A show based on my book, Don't Get Married, Get a Five-Year Contract. I wrote this book because I do believe in long-term loving relationships, only without the marriage ceremony. Contract for Love is a beneficial movement, better suited for the relationships in the now. And speaking of the now, who am I? I am and have been in the psychic realm doing many different metaphysical modalities, including guiding my clients, whether personally, in couples, or in groups, on how to combine our sexuality, spirituality, and the earth plane existence. I have been living, learning, and loving for over 25 years, culminating in my dream come true talking to you through internet radio. So now let's get to our show. I have a dear friend with me today. His name is Tony Nicasio. And um, I think I messed up your name, Tony. Did I mess up your name? Okay. All right. Um, He's a dear friend and psychic. He has his own following and his own business. And Tony, and that's T-O-N-E-Y, Last name Nicasio, N I C A C I O, at gmail.com. That's where he can be reached if you would like to contact Tony. Well, Tony, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Hi. Hi, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Wonderful. You know, Tony, I'm just going to start out right with the very first question that I have on, or I've had on my mind, and I have known you for a while, yes. and I know you have read the book, and you, yes. um, you know, have found many things that you do agree with, but as a gay man, could you explain to me why the marriage certificate is so important to you? Well, I think the, one of the reasons why it's so important is because it was something that has been denied to gay and lesbian people for years, centuries. Mm-hmm. So it's always something that they've always wanted to have and didn't have any options in order, you know, to, mm-hmm. to receive it. Mm-hmm. And when you um, finally saw that things were coming around or thinking was coming around that you could get married. And if I understand this correctly, let me back this up a little bit. Um, the main reason, and this is what I think, because, but I'm not a gay man or a gay woman, so I've got to definitely, <laughs> you know, send this into your, 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 uh, uh, into your words. Um, what, when you see that things are actually changing enough 
that there is um, recognition of other people's partners and spouses now, can that make any difference in how people may think? I mean, yourself included? Well, I think things are... The fact that that gay people can get married, I think it's too early to tell whether that is has is going to make a change mm-hmm. because people have just started to uh, feel that they are recognized. But there were so many people that have been monogamous and together for so many years. So as how it affects people as a whole. Um, I th- I think it, it may change as to what people are expecting from other people. In other words, there is some kind of, there is now a platform where, that they can work with that maybe they could build upon, build upon a foundation of an option that they have never been able to have in the first place. Okay. So it may change the lifestyle a little bit with having people uh, be more intimate one-on-one. It may um, – because, you know, as as far as gay lifestyle, there's – it's always been a kind of a free-for-all. People can always – had always the freedom to do whatever they want mm-hmm. because it was they, – they never had any type of structure. But there were people who now have a, a foundation that they can build on. You know, that's really interesting. Because when you don't have marriage, in the, and in the gay community, you didn't have marriage because for some wild, unimaginable reason, people would say you can't get married, um, is wanting this. And then you go into the heterosexual realm, and now they're trying to get out of marriage. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. and it's sort of like, okay, now here we are all crisscrossing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The heterosexual is, is, lifestyle is kind of like, okay, we've been there, we've done that. And like mm-hmm. like Howard Stern would say, sure, go ahead, let let them get married. You know, why should we be the only you know, ones that are miserable? Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, actually <laughs> Kelly and I were talking about that last week. We are saying we have all these gay friends and now they're going, yay, we can get married. And we're going, oh, wonderful, you'll be able to be in the divorce <laughs> courts within 10 years too. So, um, you know, and, and I think that's what it – there's this basic – um, feeling, I think, that whether it's gay community or heterosexual community, that um, we we definitely know that we want to be together with each other when we go into long-term relationships. We know we want to get be together. and um, But for, for a gay person who has not had the ability to have any kind of protection for, you know, medical expenses and that from their partner— you know, it's understandable that that has happened. Oh, yeah. Um, like uh, going through, just going through the 80s was really rough. Aww, the early, yeah. the early, you know, 80, 79 to 81, 82 were, you know, the whole AIDS ec- epidemic when people have been together for Aww. so many years. They, you know, being, having the right to to be married is also, it's, it's not a civil right, it's a human right. Mm-hmm. So... We've, you know, people have been fighting for this for the for a long time. Yeah, you know, so it's like you know that was a rough time to go through with mm-hmm. the eighties when people were losing their partners and and spouses, whether it be gay or straight. You know that I kind of um, think that well, at least we're moving forward. So it's not, you know, let me look at it this way. 
Uh, a lot of things, and I'm going back to our show last week because what's interesting is so much of the time we spoke on this. And, uh, and, if, and so let me get to that, back to that. There's this fantasy that a lot of those of us are, who are heterosexual have had where the fantasy was sort of the Disney world of, you know, Cinderella and, you know, you're going to um, get married and life's going to be just marvelous from that moment on. Do you feel there's the same kind of fantasy that goes on in now in, uh, you know, gay men's or even um, lesbians' heads? I don't know. I mean, I've, I haven't talked to enough people. <laughs> well, well I, I can't speak for the, the lesbian uh, demographic, but I can speak for maybe m from what I've experienced mm -hmm. in, in my own life. There have been, you know, growing up, There, there is that still type of fantasy where it's like, oh, I'm going to, meet a, a sugar daddy and I don't have to do anything. I won't have to work and I can be living this type of lifestyle. There are, there are some men that are out there that have that, but at some point or another, they, you know, reality was going to, you know, it, you're going to either going to wake up or it's going to kick you in the teeth. Yeah. You know, but yeah. there are, there, there are some men, but I think as we're getting, uh, I don't know, I can only speak with myself sure, as, as far sure. as getting older and, and uh, making my own way making my own money and finding my own independence. It's mm -hmm. like that dark, that dark strangers, you know, is never going to come. And yeah. if it does come, it, it's not going to last because in order to move forward in any type of relationship, I always believe you have to work on yourself. Yes. And a lot of people don't do that. Yeah. So there are a lot of people out there, especially people that are, you know, kind of just coming out very young, 18, 20-year-old that kind of maybe live in a fantasy that, oh, yeah, dark, handsome stranger is going to come and rescue me. But there is that, too. Yeah. You know, a, a, you know and – Heterosexual life, I'm sure, like you read, like you said in your book, mm -hmm. you know, people are are st structured to, you know, wait to 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 be that that stay at home woman to mm -hmm. just cook and clean. But times are changing. You yeah, know, times have changed, and times are changing. So let me let me say this: if if there was no marriage certificate, you know, what if what if we all went to uh, the whole situation that uh, you're granted, um, you know, insurance and all the things that would happen if you were married? In other words, you two people can sit down and say, "This is my lover. This is my friend. This is my my partner in life." And so we're going to sit down and I'm going to share my insurance because my partner doesn't have it because my partner might have other things going on in mm -hmm. his life, okay? Mm -hmm. And so my insurance, I want my insurance to cover my partner and uh, that kind of thing. Do you feel in this day and age that the marriage certificate would be as important then? Or is it still a fantasy? Good question. I really don't think so. I really don't think that it would be uh, that important. Um, but everybody likes a good party. Oh, well, know. I think we should have contract parties. Oh, See, yeah. that's what, you yeah. know, and that, and, yeah. you know, if you remember that part of my book, I yeah. talk about, well, if you want the ceremonies, because I understand ceremony. Ceremony is very important. Yeah. And so you can, you can have a ceremony 
with a friend, I, I, you know, with a friend who's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a minister or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And you can still go through and have a contract party. You can have a contract engagement, you know. Yeah. You, I'm not taking that out. What I'm saying is that people do not need that certificate because that certificate is based in old religion and old government. Why is the government, in, when you stop thinking about it, why is the government in this? You know? And so it, it's really kind of interesting to me that, you know, why do we have to pay for certificates and all that? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It, it's more the yeah. whole ceremony and the government saying, you've got to have this certificate religion saying you've got to have this if you were to have if you were to have the option of having a five-year contract with the same benefits of being married Mm -hmm. insurance and Mm -hmm. and all that then yeah i totally agree with that Mm -hmm. because that five-year contract kind of coming across when reading the book it's kind of like having like a a prenuptial agreement Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. like okay you came into this party and you came to that but at the same point uh, i can only speak from my own self I know who I am and what I want, and th- I would like to have that one person for the whole rest of my life. Okay. That, that was something that I know growing mm-hmm. up that's always been a part of me, and I know that would work for me, where it may not work for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but I can see why that fi- how that five-year contract would be a really good thing to consider. Because you, could re- you can re-up. You know, you can exactly. re-up that, that exactly. certificate, or yeah. the, not the, the contract, you know, a contract. Yeah. You can renew that, and as you change, yeah. you know, you make changes in the contract. Because, and then you have situations, too, where um, other men may have family, you know, children. And you can, you know, and now is realizing he can, you know, be gay from, he didn't change, he finally realized he is and always has been born gay, but he may have children, and you may have to take care of those children in a contract. Unfortunately, we didn't have, we didn't have something like this going back, you know, 50s. 60 years yeah, ago where yeah. it where now it's it's a lot easier for young people to come out where in the past people have uh, destroyed and and lives and families because they can no longer live the lifestyle that they had to because it, it was it was it's never been easy that is so horrible yeah that is such a horrible thing to think about that you cannot be yourself be, just because you love the same sex, I, it, yeah, unfo- I, you know, unf- yeah, I won't go on my soapbox. Unfor- unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's just the way the society is. So we're we're evolving, we're growing. There are more people out there who are more accepting. I mean, who but who in in anyone's life does not know anybody who is gay, either in their family or close friend? Exactly. You know, and they have that as an example instead of what society back then was telling uh, a people what who you know who gay people were and homosexual were that they were you know mentally disturbed. Yes. And so it you know it's growing, but I feel I feel I feel sad and and sorry for not only the men who had to go through and lie but also the women too and there were a lot of lives that were that were changed that you know uh, due to you know 
uh, unfortunate circumstances. But at least, you know, we're growing. We're growing as people. Well, I hope so. I hope so, because that is an extremely important thing that we all start to consider people as human beings first. And, you know, that's going to be uh, what we need to bring out, especially within the, you know, actually the astrologers are starting to predict that we are going into the realm of community and not just me, me, me. And so as we move into community, a lot of things are going to, you know, need to be accepted and people can live together as, you know, as we used to do and people used to do in the 60s. You know, when you think back and people were all in the communes and, and things like that. Better music, too. They had much better. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry, but I have to agree with that. I really do. I'm a rock and roll girl, and I definitely can, can agree with that. I mean, there are some, some songs I can go along with in, in today's world, but, you know, some of them were really, I mean, some of the beautiful music from back then. Um, so when we're talking about these things, I don't want to forget the fact that, um, and, I, and I love the way you came into this today, Tony, because you and I are friends, and we both understand each other's point of view, you know, and I so totally understand what you, what you would love from this from a relationship. Yeah, it's uh, respect, respect on, on both ends. Compassion, mm-hmm. respect, and love. I agree. And when you have that, you can keep choosing to be together. A good combination. A great combination. Mm-hmm. And so those are the things that I, you know, I'm so happy that you're here to share with today, with me today. And um, there are some points I would like to get to um, and a little bit more points on how do you agree with me in my book? And so we will make sure that we talk about that But right now, I believe it's time to have a few sips of tea and honey. And afterward, we will get back to Tony Nicasio and Lori J. Back in a breath and a sip. Visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit LoriJ.com to find out more about Lori J and her services as a psychic intuitive reader and past lives channel. Be sure to pick up Lori J's book, Don't Get Married, Get a Five-Year Contract, available on Amazon.com. With cheating and the divorce rate so high, why not look at commitment and marriage from a different point of view? You'll view relationships in a whole new light. One that you've probably never thought of before. Don't get married, get a five-year contract. Find out more at LoriJ.com. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. 
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Contract for Love. To reach Lori J. or her guest, please call toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Lori J. at LoriJ.com. Now, back to Contract for Love. Hi, it's Lori J. here with her good friend, Tony Nicasio. And Tony and I were talking during the break, and he has a lot to say about you know, children and children who are gay. And I'd really like to uh, give you free reign here, Tony, to just go ahead and explain to us, because many people may be out there listening that are parents and they need to um, realize how to treat a child or see, you know, see the signs. I'm gay, mom. And they can't tell them (laughs) because they don't understand that. If you can go into that, I'd really appreciate it. Well, what we were talking about is like um, going back to early relationships, grandparents and and grandfathers and grandmothers. They didn't have a lot of society, open society like we had. They didn't have a lot of choices. They had, they were basically raised to be the the, ter- the caretakers of the house, and the men were used to, you know, go out to go to work. So, with keeping that in mind, I'm I'm sure it wasn't easy for them, but they just kind of did what they needed to do. Well, as as growing up, as as you know, a, a gay child, a gay child, and knowing who you are at a very young age. In your book, you you demonstrate how um, women are been you know given a doll, given you know, and raised with the 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 pre notion that this is what your your job is to do to to raise a family, stay home, and have children, and rely on the man, and and vice versa. Well. What what we were talking about was that in growing up, you know, being gay or knowing that you are or going to be, you don't have a lot of that. Um, I mean, sure, there were some there were some some kids that you know would like the truck, but also there were some little kids, little men, you know, little boys who didn't identify with having a truck. They just wanted it all, and maybe the same thing for women. They, you know, some of the, some of the little girls growing up didn't want the little dolly. They wanted the GI Joe. Mm-hmm. So you know, so growing up, I, I believe that you're not maybe told what to be so mm-hmm. much because mm-hmm. it's going against a, a, a thing inside of you, but you're told who to be. Oh, so in growing up, we, you know, we don't have, or may, many of us don't have that, that type of uh, experience, that type of, of influence to, you know, well, you have to do this and you have to do that. It's more of I I got to find myself first. Mm-hmm. So that is as far as within your book, um, the the five year contract. That's why um, I think it, it would be it would be a good positive thing, but at the same point, I think a lot of gay society have had a lot more time mm-hmm. to 
figure out who they are and what's going to make them happy. And then you need to be happy first in order to find that that partner that you want to be with. And that's why I think that like the five year plan would would actually, you know, would go over really well. Yeah, because it you know, it's about learning and knowing what it is you would like out of life, like you said, trying to find yourself and but when you are a gay child, at least today, in some respects, in some people's minds, we you know, there's you know, unfortunately we still have others who feel it's you know, you're demented or something's yeah. very wrong with you if you're if you're gay. Yeah. Um but it's really important to really look at your children and be uh, honest with yourself about the things that my, you are seeing. Most likely, what exactly. about what age do? Because some kids are just little kids; they just want to play with dolls because it looks good. But yeah. you know, they may not be; they still may be heterosexual. Yeah. Um, but what age do we start to? Um, do you feel? I mean, for yourself or for many, maybe some people you know that. Parents can be a little open-minded about, well, maybe my child is gay. Well, I think that we're, we're now going into a, a time where it's more accepting all around socially. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of – it does make a little uh, – the pressure a little easier. But I don't know. if I mean, if you – it depends upon – you know, it depends upon the you – ha- I believe you have to love your child – more than you have to fear what your own beliefs are. Mm-hmm. You need to love your child more than your own fear. Okay. And, you know, love Absolutely. your child, you know, you know, openly without any type of, you know, conditions. Does does a child know before they go through puberty? It depends upon it depends really from what I, what I've seen and what I've read and what I it, it depends upon the child. The child. Okay. Yeah, it depends upon the individual. Some people mm-hmm. come in knowing. Some mm-hmm. people have known. Yeah. I mean, I've known since I was five. Wow. That's really early. I was, I was in kindergarten. But it wasn't, it, I was not, I, you know, at five years old, I, I knew that um, I wasn't out, you know, hustling or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew that I I wanted the the companionship of of a man who was older, and I knew that at five, five years old. And I, but the thing was, I remember playing and getting along with anybody and everybody. Mm-hmm. I got I played along with the girls, and I can I can play with them, and we can play house and little kitchens or whatever. And then I could play with the boys and play with trucks. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it did not matter my. No one had told me who I can and cannot love. I just knew what the company at that time, what felt secure and gave me security. That is really, um, thank you for that, because that's really a a good look into a child, because you don't know, a lot of people don't know also that, uh, usually in boys, that they know sex, you know, at very early ages, where, yeah. uh, you know, that they start looking at things. And I've talked to a lot of men that say, <laughs> and this is, a, this is a funny one, but it's okay. Uh, 
he was fascinated by women's shoes and would crawl around under the <laughs> table when his mother would have friends over and he would just stare at their shoes. And he just, I really <laughs> love those. And of course, he and I laughed about it quite a bit. But, you know, it was, it was his awakening to some degree of his sexuality, uh-huh. you know, because let's face it, sexuality is humanness. We are, you know, it's not apart from us. Sexuality exactly. is the human experience. Exactly. And so we need to get into being relaxed about that, be able to talk about it. And that's the one thing that people have really shied away from talking about is their sexuality. And, um, you know, thank goodness we've gotten to the point that we can talk about uh, the gay society because it is a society. And yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's wonderful. But even, even if some... If, uh, you know, parents see something like that, see something like, you know, their child isn't, you know, infatuated with shoes. I mean, it doesn't mean automatically that they're going to be gay. No, I mean, he was, heter- he was heterosexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking about, you know, uh, Malona, Yves uh, Saint Laurent and all these other, you know, very well-known shoe designer people that they could actually, you know, grow up to be. Yeah. And so when you... Um, when you you know you go through these things, it's really interesting as to how uh, life is just really like everybody, you know. And that's why I'm sort of yeah. fascinated by the fact that you are a gay man that that you know would like to see marriage. But I feel you know when we break it down today, and and I'm not going to take that word away from you. Don't get me wrong. No, I mean, no, it's, no, it's no, your no, feeling, no, no. and oh, I yeah, and yeah. I believe totally yeah. in in respecting other people's feelings. Yeah. And but there is um, a whole thing going on where we need to know that we don't have to do that anymore. I agree. We can agree. find other ways of doing it. And so, but what the, I'd like to get back to the gay attitudes, if you wouldn't mind. Um, in San Francisco, I'm going to take you back a few years now, honey. <laughs> just a few, just a couple, because you're 27 like I am. So, <laughs> in a day. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so when you go back to San Francisco, and you stated at the sort of the beginning of the show that things were rather um, wild and, and crazy. Yeah. And that were, were people talking about marriage back then, or were they just having a good time because they were in their own societals? You know, they were separated from the world, so to speak. Exactly. I think most of the I, – I can only, you know, tell you from what I've experienced. Most of the people who are partnered up and most of the people that have, have uh, long partners and that – they they don't stay they don't go to the single places a whole lot they will mm-hmm. go there to socialize and, mm-hmm. and meet up with friends but they pretty much stay out of that mm-hmm. but as far as you know as a whole as far as the whole single lifestyle it's it was pretty much a well okay you know I I, I always had this joke you can go out on a weekend night and and stay home for about a month and then you go back again and you're and then all of a sudden you're back you're the new kid in town again <laughs> because it's such, changed. it's such a re- revolving door and every weekend is somebody new and somebody different and you can you can literally just go away for a few months and then come back and oh never seen you before because there's a constant revolving door going on wow. so i think <laughs> i think that's great a, i think you know I think that 
Well, I'm glad that 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 gay people gay people can we all can marry now. But if, even if they had a contract like the five five yeah. year contract, mm-hmm. they you know they I believe that some people who who value and want to have established that family would even take something like this. I mean, because it's a great concept. You know, one of the things that I did cover in the book is because a lot of people will say to me, what's the difference? Because you can always have, like you stated, a pre, uh, you know, a Prenup. prenuptial uh-huh. uh, agreement. And the difference is mainly attitude and people's brains. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, when, we, when we just do a prenuptial, that's fine. But it, when... We first get married in society, or when we when when we're talking about it and that kind of thing. We have the all the the goodies, you know. Um, what happens is somewhere along the line, people lose your identity. In other words, you're not Tony and Dan. You're either Tony or you're Dan. You know, nobody, you see what I'm saying? You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you don't, uh, and then what happens is you're the couple. You're not, you don't, they're not, you're not looked at as individuals. So like in heterosexual, the way, and the, re, the example I gave might be a better example, was, you know, the woman is, you know, the mother and the stay-at-home, let's say she's a stay-at-home mother, and then there's the father, you know. Now you're the the Jensen's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you're not, yeah. you know, Mary and, and Tom. You see what I'm saying? There's an individual, yeah. individual loss there of being who you are, and the husband may not, because the husband stays home now in yeah. many cases yeah, 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 and yeah. watches the kids, and the wife goes out. But, you know, those attitudes have finally changed. See, yes, that's one of the reason, reasons I feel marriage, marriage certificate is just not necessary anymore. Yeah. Because to me, that's still ceremony. The ceremony you could do if you want over your contract. But to have, I want to get the whole idea out of people's minds in the fact that they do not have to get married in the same way and then have to go through the government to get divorced. You see? Mm -hmm. Because that's what Mm -hmm. happens. Let's say in 10 years, everybody... Now, I jumped subjects here. I understand that. But, you know, when you go into the whole divorce cycle and you're thinking, well, my goodness, now you've got to go through this whole situation where in contracts, if contracts were just accepted, okay, Uh then you could just go through either mediation to make sure all the, the, um, you know, parts of the contract were established and being, uh, you know, held to. As you as you separate and go your separate ways, so you know maybe you want to comment on that. I don't know. Well, how do you how do you go about? I mean, either way, whether mm-hmm. it be a contract or be a marriage. I mean, if if it on paper it sounds really good, but emotionally, oh, it's I still think bad. That's still going to be that's still going to be bad. But that's why I want contracts because at the con- the contract that I'm talking about is when you love each other. You put the contract together, and you have consequences in there, mm-hmm. you know, as you read. Mm-hmm. You know, there's consequences. If, let's say, um, you know, you you told you were telling your lover that you're going to be monogamous, mm-hmm. and how long can you be monogamous for? Okay, if you can be monogamous for five years, wonderful. That's in the contract. But you know the consequences if you're not. Mm-hmm. If you're found out, so to speak, okay, yeah. it's in there. This is what happens to you 
And this is what you've agreed to while you were in love, you see. This is what's going to happen to you if you're not monogamous. You're going to lose me. You're going to lose this part of the, the financial situation, blah, 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 because you agreed that you would do this. It holds people to a stronger standard, actually, than a marriage certificate because you know it's going to happen. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because when you're in marriage, I mean, you still can stay together in a contract. You can, you know, it, you can still do that. But you'll know that if the other partner wants to hold you, you know, mm -hmm. um, respond, and uh, I lost, lost a word there, but, you know, if the other partner holds you to that, to what you've promised, mm. this is what happens. Couldn't you, okay, couldn't you just put that in the marriage contract? Contract, but the prenuptial, yeah, the, that already? that you you could do that, yeah, and people should do that, they, yeah, right, yeah, you at, know, at the very least, they should do that, and so, um, and the thing is, is that you still may end up having to, in your head, have to stay in this marriage till death do us part. So it's the forever part. It's that. the forever part <laughs> that the government and religion are saying to you. And yeah. when you're old and gray and you want to get rid of this old bitch, you know, or he, she wants to get rid of the old bastard, what happens? <laughs> well, yeah. You've got the right. It's, it's good. To, to, it's you good. have the right to leave this. Yeah. You had the right to get into it. You should have the right to get out of it. People think it's easy, but it wouldn't be. No, no, no. Well, going back to thinking about our, our forefathers, our grandparents and our grandmothers, I'm sure things were not easy for them, but they didn't have a whole lot of social choices that we have now. They don't have that that broader spectrum of, of what's available. They did what they had to do. Yes, they be did. Because Plus they their hearts. They focused on love and they focused on what, what they were wanting to do. Mm -hmm. So do you think maybe it's just a lack of that that people are are suffering from nowadays? Yeah, well, yeah, it's a totally different paradigm. Yeah. It's a different paradigm, and that's why I say it's for the now. Marriage, yes. you know, uh, back then they needed that, and I understand yeah. that. Yeah, we needed to was, be here. Yeah, but it was based on, it was also based on old religion and old, you know, um, you know, old, just old, old stuff, and I yes. really want to look into yes. the now. And actually, I agree. actually, I do believe that we will get back to that, but first, let's take some time to have a few sips of tea and honey, and afterwards, we'll get back with Tony Nicasio and Lori J. Back in a breath and a sip. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Visit LoriJ.com to find out more about Lori J and her services as a psychic intuitive reader and past lives channel. Be sure to pick up Lori J's book, Don't Get Married, Get a Five-Year Contract, available on Amazon.com. With cheating and the divorce rate so high, why not look at commitment and marriage from a different point of view? You'll view relationships in a whole new light, one that you've probably never thought of before. Don't get married, get a five-year contract. Find out more at LoriJ.com. 
Are you someone who strives to accelerate your spiritual growth, living authentically? Everyone wishes they had a pipeline to higher wisdom to help them understand their life and manifest a new point of view. Join Holly and Paul Marwood, who will serve as your guides on Soul Genesis. They will share inspired guidance from the High Council of Orion, which can turn your questions into answers and your problems into solutions. Tune into Soul Genesis, live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The 7th Wave Channel, on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Contract for Love. To reach Lori J. or her guest, please call toll-free 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Lori J at LoriJ.com. Now, back to Contract for Love. Good afternoon. Lori J here with my dear friend, Tony Nicasio. Hello. And we're talking about my book and a lot of the aspects in my book from a gay perspective. And Tony has been um, nice enough to come on board here. And he is a gay man. And we have been talking during the break about the word forever. And Tony really does have a different perspective on that. So I would like to turn this over to him so he can share that with us. Well, that was one thing that in reading your book, how you, um, till death do us part. um, The other thing you had said was like uh, every relationship kind of starts losing something after five years anyway. And I think that was, you know, your perspective of of maybe what you've seen or what you've experienced but mm-hmm. within my what i've experienced and what i believe within my own my own heart and my own being is that you can meet someone and spend the rest of your life monogamously in a relationship with that person mm-hmm. um i think it just depends upon the individual and i I've been in situations where, you know, say you go into a relationship and thinking it's supposed to be one way and it not being that way at all. And the whole perspective changed because now it became what the other person wanted and not so much of what your needs and what your desires were. I've been in a, a, a situations like that for years, but I came into this with that notion, I'm going to make this work. And when you finally realize you're beating a dead horse, then you know when it's time to leave the relationship. And that is what I did. But I could not leave physically, so I left emotionally. But I circumstances had me in this relationship for years. But at that point, even though there wasn't the type of relationship I wanted, to me, it did not mean that, oh, okay, I have free reign now. I can go out and mess around and do whatever I want, even though, even though the other person was doing that in the first place. For me to do that, for me to go down to that particular type of level was for me to say, you know what, I am no better than this person here. So I didn't. Mm-hmm. So staying in a, uh emotionless, sexless relationship for those amounts of years, for a few years was something that I had to do because I was basically stuck there 
physically, but mm-hmm. I was not I did not have to be stuck there emotionally. So where other people would have said, oh, hell with this, and let me just go out and play the field because you're not living up to my expectations anyway. It's like, no, I could not do that because that would make me just as low as that other person. So I knew things were going to end. Mm-hmm. But at least I knew that when it did end, yeah, I can keep my head up and most and most of all, I have my own self-respect. Gotcha. Yeah. And that is a beautiful thing. And, you know, again, we are all individuals. You know, and that's your individual choice and, and that you're making. And that was yeah. also your individual choice, too, yes. that saying within five years that a relationship goes yes. south. And you can re-up. You know, and the thing is, if if when that if that happens and you leave the relationship emotionally or physically uh, you what i'm saying is you can still stay with that person if you if you choose to do that and the other person doesn't mind that's that's your decisions and what i'm saying through the marriage certificate is that nobody's saying you have to it is your choice everything comes from the position of choice I, I agree with that. I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. But what the message I'm getting across is that the fact there are some people out there yes. who have always wanted to be married, yeah. who wanted that, that, that celebration, who wanted to share that, who were just looking for the right partner that they do want to spend the rest of their life with. And, that, the- and that was something that I, I've always wanted. And, you know, I have yet to find it. But I do know that... Whether it be gay or or heterosexual, I do know that there were certain issues that I have to work upon myself to allow myself to be ready to be able to receive that, and that's what I've been working on as far as my own self. You know what what strikes me is is what is the whole word that you're using. I think that we could actually, if we switch that word, um, because it, I think it depends on how do you define the word marriage. Now, if the marriage means that two people come together and choose to be together, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. and nobody has to stand in front of them and say forever, you don't mm-hmm. have to say that. Mm-hmm. You can say, for as long as you both shall choose, that, you know, that good, is, good. you know, yeah, it depends that's on a, what a, you're choosing, you know? That's a, and then, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. and then as you're, uh, as you're choosing, that's when you can make the decisions of what you want to put down on the contract. And so you could still use the, you know, you could still use the terminology, I'm married. Yeah. In contract. Yeah. You could say, because I'm talking about partnership contracts. The, the reason I took the word marriage out is because I did not want that definition. What yeah. I wanted was for as long as you both shall choose. That's what I wanted, not till death do you part. <laughs> to me, at 22 <laughs> years old, when you're standing in front of the minister and he says, till death do you part, I think you should run <laughs> <laughs> top speed because that's scary. But at, that. but at 22, I you don't think about the rest of your life. I think you know? a lot of a lot of uh, gay people have already had established that, mm-hmm. you know, be- right. before before this uh, release exactly. of, of gay marriage. They had already, they were already working 
working that angle. Exactly. They were choosing to be exactly. together, and nobody yeah. was going to tear them apart. Exactly. And they didn't. They How many... How many beautiful gay couples did you see going to get married that had already yeah, been together yeah. for 40 years? Some of years. them were in their 60s, yeah. 70s. Yeah. I've been with this partner monogamously for 40 years, so now we just want to tie the knot, so to speak. Yeah. That was beautiful because it I proves agree. my point. Actually, it proves yeah, yeah, my point. Yeah. It really does. That you choose when you're choosing to be together. I bless the gay community for doing this because, yeah. you you know, you. I don't want to say you people. That sounds terrible. <laughs> the gay society. You know? We're, one, we're <laughs> well, one, up, one up on everybody already. Yeah, you, have, you were, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. You were. And so that's why I, I love this conversation with you because – um, we do respect each other, and I, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, I think we we need to look at all those ins and outs and the fact that I'm not telling people, as you know, because mm-hmm. I know you read that and, and you mm-hmm. got that. I'm not telling people that you just say, okay, we're done. Let's leave. You know, okay, the five years is up. You will have in that contract what happens at that five years. The reevaluation mm-hmm. has to be a process. Mm-hmm. See, and that process makes you look at each other and go, "Wow, I really want to be with this person." Mm-hmm. And um, so when that happens, see, you know, and then all of a sudden you go, "Well, maybe we should re up because we're going to, but we're going to work this out before we do." You yeah. see what I'm saying? Okay. One thing, one thing I really like about that is like you know giving it a five year period. Mm-hmm. Okay, say the first two years, two and a half years, that things are kind of rocky, mm-hmm. like well, I kind of have to kind of get used to this. Well, you know that fifth year is coming. So if you don't have you know your stuff together mm-hmm. by that fifth year, come come three and a half, it's like okay, well you know that fifth year is coming, so I better start shaping up and and, yes. and, and working on, working on, on, how, on how, to, how to keep the it. Door. Yeah, because, the door. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, you could have that option of, well, maybe you're not going to be, you know. Accept it. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Accept it or, or, you know, say, okay, baby, I really didn't like these first five years, so we're going to have to talk about this. <laughs> exactly. You know, but it also what it does is it doesn't, it doesn't ruin people's lives. What it does is it allows people freedom to choose, and I'm basing this on, okay, I'm basing this on so many people that have been very miserable in relationships and marriages, and because they're religion or something, or government oh, says yeah, you can't get yeah. divorced, yeah, uh, exactly. you know, they live this horrendous life, exactly, and guilt, and in guilt, mm-hmm. and I just want to remove that from the human existence, from the human, you know, you, yeah, <laughs> you, ahead, don't, you don't experience. know how many how many times I've come up in uh, with doing psychic readings for people, mm-hmm. well. This isn't working out, and I'm in this situation, and, it, and it's a bad situation. And I'm looking at it psychically, and I'm like, well, that's because you settled. You basically had a relationship coming that was supposed to be a lesson to help you get better and stronger as an individual. But instead of learning the lesson, you married your lesson. So now you're stuck, you're stuck in, in this situation. Exactly. Yes. And looking at it farther, it's like, um, yeah, well, you know, unfortunately, when you come into this world, you don't have a, a, a you know, a instructions, you know, no, tapped you onto the to your backside. <laughs> so you're basically, you're, you're being taught what the, you know, 
what your your parents were being taught and how they were raised. But I, you know, in in reading and doing readings with them, there comes a time of a time and place where you look at yourself as an individual mm-hmm. instead of looking at yourself as your parents and saying, you know what, they were really screwed up, mm-hmm. but they tried the best that they can do. Mm-hmm. But they were really screwed up, and that you know that. You don't have to basically be your parents. You can recognize where you've come from. You can recognize their faults and be honest enough with your own that, well, this is why I have these type of relationships because I didn't have this type of love in my life or security, so I look for it for someone else. Yeah. But when you've come to that point of realizing that, maybe you should really think about working on that first before getting into a relationship. Yes, and we talked about that last week, about how many women, and we were wondering if that was the same in the gay world, where many women fall in love with expectations, you know, what their Mm -hmm. lover's expectations are, excuse me, not expectations, what their their abilities are and what they could be. You know, they're not really looking at the person as they are at this moment in time. Exactly. And that I think a lot of that comes from the individual and the individual's experiences as well. Mm-hmm. You know? But. Yeah. But, and that, <clears throat> because um, when men, men usually look, you know, they're looking uh, at situations where, you know, they, they want this woman in their life and, and that kind of thing. But I have... I have worked and guided people who are in their 20s, and they were just married, and they're already done with the marriage. And so, you know, that's why I I know that at these young ages, when people are getting married, how how difficult a life it could be because now their religion or something says they can't get divorced. And I'm not putting down their religion. I'm just saying that if we did something differently, um, we could— We need to take the guilt out of— people's lives and how they're living with one another and so that's uh, a a big thing that we do work on yeah unfortunately guilt does play a really big heavy part you know in in family and and i mean my grandmother till her dying day was like when are you gonna get married exactly and i'm like um i don't think so yeah you know and it doesn't it didn't matter how many times we tried to explain it to her she's like oh no 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 you're gonna get married i'm like no no i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) well i won that one <laughs> and that does have that does happen and that you know I come from the Italian family too and that's what pushed me into my first marriage actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know the the as I explained in the book the Italian women looking across from you going and why aren't you married? <laughs> What's wrong with What's you? What's wrong with you? And yeah. it's like, ah, you know, <laughs> is there something wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> then they give you the eyebrow, and the whole thing starts to happen. And then they start chatting amongst themselves, and you're, you know, you're in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. But like I said, the big thing that I would like to say to people: don't fall in love with a person's potential. Don't Uh, fall in love with that. I agree with that 100%. Even in the gay world, it's like if you're not happy with this right off, you, you know, chances are you don't go into a relationship to go in to change somebody to fit you. You go in 100, 100% to be able to uh, accept exactly who they are. Who are they at this moment in time? I always say a bad relationship is like a bus. It'll come, you wait long enough, it'll come by every 15 minutes. Holding out for the right one, 
there will be a good ride for you. Wonderful. Thank you, Tony. It was so great having you here today. And thank you for being so honest in everything that you have to say. Thank you very much. Next week, Sarah Nielsen will be here. And Sarah's going to be, Sarah's a lawyer, and she's going to be talking to us about contracts. I just want to say to everybody that I do love you. And let me re- let me tell you Tony's um, information real quick. It's T-O-N-E-Y-N-I-C-A-C-I-O at gmail.com if you want to reach him. Also, I'm Lori J at lorij.com. I love you, and I want you back next week. And remember, we are all the I- perfect imperfect pieces of the perfect puzzle. Contract for love waiting for you. See you next week. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to Contract for Love. Be sure to join Lori J. next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We'll talk more next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.